hello, and welcome back to Smaller on the Outside, or as I would like to call it, a SOTOcast. The first, the best, and the only Sherlock podcast that you just can't miss. My name is Dave, and I'll be the uh, detective that thwarts telling the truth. Rule one. <laughs> Doctor lies. Sherlock lies. Apparently, rule, rule one is Sherlock lies. With me, as always, is... The Watson? The companion. Oh, Andy. Andy the Watson. Yes. Uh, Andy Watson. And uh, not with us today... <laughs> ...is Tim Bot, because he's dead. <laughs> Goodbye, Tim Bot. Goodbye, Tim Bot. I'm sorry. Announcements time. Uh, it is New Year's Day. Andy, what's your New Year's resolution? Get a job. <laughs> Good job? That's not a resolution. Could be. You gotta have a resolution like me. What's your resolution? My resolution is to watch movies and TV and make reviews and make podcasts and and uh, to make uh, Smaller on the Outside the uh, number one podcast on iTunes. I don't think that's gonna happen. I got an answer. My New Year's resolution is 1920 by 1080. What? Oh, resolution. <laughs> right. It's a good one. Now, is that 10, uh, 1080p or 1080i? 1080p, of course. All right, gotcha. Also, uh, today was the day that Sherlock Season 3 actually started. It's what we've been waiting for. We, we've been waiting two years since the, the end of Sherlock Season uh, 2. We wanted to see how they even... Explain this this uh, faking of the death by Sherlock, and we're like, yes, it is back. And once it starts, uh, the, what's that episode's called? The Empty Hearse. Sherlock! I don't care how you faked it. I want to know why. The one person he thought didn't matter at all to me was the one person that mattered the most. I think I'll surprise John. Welcome hmm. to Baker Street. Who knows? Jump out of a cake. Baker Street? He isn't there anymore. It's been two years. He's got on with his life. What life? I've been away. The terror alert has been raised to critical. Welcome to my world. An attack is coming. I need to get to know London again. Breathe it in. Every quiver it's beating hard. Sherlock returns on New Year's Day. Go online now to watch the interactive trailer. Yep. And it starts right away with an explanation. It does. It starts so off with an explanation. I'm like, yes. And I'm like, what is this explanation? Because First of all, it starts off sounding very similar to my explanation. A little bit of your explanation mm -hmm. in there as well. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of a mix between mine and David's theories. And it turns out this is a complete made-up theory by, by Anderson. Anderson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happens is, is uh, let's see if I remember correctly. They, uh, the dead body on the ground was in, uh, in, in this, in this explanation. Moriarty was Moriarty with, with a mask. Sherlock mask, very Mission Impossible like. Um, and then Sherlock jumps off with a jump rope instead of uh, just jumping, and he gets. Flung. Not, a, not a jump rope, a uh, 
Bungee. Rip, bungee. Rip cord. Bungee know. cord. A bungee cord. It, it, he has a bungee cord on and it whips him back into uh, the building where... Uh, a, is it Molly's office uh, or... It's not It's not her... Is that the same building? It might be. I'm not sure. If it's the same building, then that makes more sense. That he, he gets flung back into her office, he gives her a kiss, and he walks off. He's just escaped death. Uh, now, and, first of all, and then that made thing. That was the first clue that was that it was just that this yeah. is like. Well, I don't know because I don't he's, think I don't he's think not Sherlock, that sociable. You know? I don't think Sherlock would kiss Molly just like that out of nowhere. And uh, the whole Watson getting confused thing apparently was uh, Darren Brown's doing. Not not the uh, not the hound drug. No. All oh, right. Right. Well, we don't know yet. Well, according to this theory. According to this theory, Darren Brown hypnotized Watson, uh, set his watch back a few minutes, and let him go. And what was uh, the hypnotism for, anyway? To make him feel disoriented or something? I don't know. But no, I didn't know it was Darren Brown when he showed it showed up. He looked a little bit different. And uh, I remember when I first... I just knew it was a hypnotist. And I said out loud, A hypnotist? I like my explanation better. <laughs> I thought, see, I, I recognized the voice, and I, I thought it was Darren Brown, but I wasn't sure because he did look different. And then Lestrade says, Darren Brown, really? He's like, Darren Brown? No. No, no, no. <laughs> and, yeah, it makes sense with the prequel with uh, the conspiracy theorist Anderson, who uh, who's always thinking that Sherlock's still living, and he's got all these ideas of, uh, where he's been and how he escaped death, and that that was his explanation of how he escaped death. Fast forward two years later, and we, we figure out, we don't exactly figure out what actually happened, but we do figure out where Sherlock is, and that's, uh, he's off with the Russians, but he's been taking down Moriarty's crew all throughout the world, apparently, and his brother, Mycroft, found him, gave him a, a quick haircut, uh, <laughs> And then he told him, you know, what uh, Watson's been up to since then. And he's, uh, Watson is getting married. He's got a uh, mustache. mustache. <laughs> and everybody's making fun of it. Uh, but the funny thing is, every other version of Watson out there has a mustache. So that's part of who Watson is before the show. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of cool to see that. But everybody's making fun of it here because apparently... It's not that he looked weird, it was that he looked old. Yeah. Um, I don't know, it, it just doesn't look right on uh, on Martin Freeman. <laughs> well, yeah, I bet I bet that was, uh, it wasn't real anyways. Most likely not. Yeah, I bet he he was probably, probably in the middle of probably, what do you think, uh, filming Hobbit or? He filmed the Hobbit, he filmed additional scenes for the Hobbit in between episode two and three of this season. Oh, in two and three? Yeah, in between two and three, he filmed. Um, so he was done with the original filming before he did one, and then he came yeah. went back between two and three. He came back uh, for re uh, reshoots and additional scenes and stuff uh, for movies two and three between episodes two and three of ah. Sherlock. Well, um, Sherlock uh, decides to go back to uh, London when he says the rest of Moriarty's crew's uh, been handled, and they. He doesn't have to worry about them killing his friends and family. So he returns to London, and the first thing he decides to do is go find uh, Watson. And uh, Watson. <laughs> this, this is a great scene. Yeah, and Watson's about to, uh, what was he about to propose? 
Yeah, he was about to propose to marry his his fiance. Well, he can't propose to his fiance. He proposes to his girlfriend to create a fiance. Yes. Yes. Uh, at this uh, fancy restaurant, and Sherlock decides to uh, steal somebody's bow tie and yeah, it's cool. Bow ties are cool. Menu and marker or something to create this <laughs> he puts a, fake uh, a fake mustache on. He's got glasses on there too, and he goes up behind. Watson, he uses this French accent, and he's asking Watson what kind of wine he wants, and he's like, it's like an old friend. It's like, it, it tastes like uh, something familiar, like an old friend. <laughs> and he's like, I, I don't I don't know, you, you, you choose. He's like, try something else, something like uh, a surprise, something surprising. And he's like, then surprise me. <laughs> so... I forget what he said after that, which I think Sherlock was making fun of Watson for not being able to get surprised yeah. in the moment. And then, of course, Mary comes in. He's about to pop the question. And then Sherlock comes back around using his French accent, and he, he he's more into view this time, and he's being more adamant about Watson looking at him. <laughs> and finally he does, and he sees that... Watson gets annoyed and looks at the waiter, and he's like... <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> he... He stands up and he stares at Sherlock in this intense staring battle. Watson is uh, upset at Sherlock for not telling him he's been dead, or not dead, <laughs> for two years. And then, uh, so they get into this little tussle. And the next shot, you see Sherlock Holmes. He's telling the actual accounts of what happened on that building in the last episode. He's like, there were 13 possible you know, scenarios that could have went down that day. And then Watson's like, I don't care. And I'm like, I do. <laughs> yeah, Keep was... telling the story. I was like, I don't care how you did it. I want to know why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was like frustrating. That was very frustrating. This is like uh, uh, the boy who cried wolf or something where they keep teasing yeah. something. And they, I'm like, all right, all right, I get, I get. It. You're probably gonna tell by the end of the episode. Okay, keep on, keep on, keep on, keep it on. I, but I called, um, I called it halfway through the episode that because Anderson kept coming up with these these weird explanations after the second one he he gives or no, he he has a group of friends that all predict how Sherlock did it. Yeah, and because of that whole thing, I expected that Sherlock was gonna end up telling Anderson since Watson didn't want to know at that point. Yeah, that's right. And that sort of happened. Sort of. We'll get to that. Sherlock immediately asks Watson for help on a new case about some kind of terrorist uh, plot, and Watson immediately says no because he's got his own life now. He's moved on. It's been two years. He's a doctor. He's, a, he's, a, he's an actual doctor doing doctory things. Uh, so he says no. So Sherlock uh, gets Molly to take John's place. All the meanwhile, John stays at his doctor's office doing trivial cases that you can tell he hates. There's a funny scene where it's jumping back and forth between what Sherlock's yeah, saying yeah, and yeah, what yeah. Watson's saying. And it kind of mixes together. They're both going through similar uh, things, of course. Um, so, and then there's a kooky patient that Watson gets, and he, he thinks it's uh, he thinks Sherlock, it's Sherlock. In disguise, and he goes off on him, right. starts pulling and, on and his Sher beard. And Sherlock's <laughs> trying to do a case, and 
he has Molly in the background, but he keeps hearing John's voice. Yeah. Because, well, you he's know. He's psychic. Oh, wait, he's no. He's psychic, yeah. Now, uh, Molly's not, Molly's no John. Exactly. Um, but I can't really remember much about what the actual terrorist plot was. The big, they were going to blow up Big Ben and the Westminster Palace in London. Right. Uh, he, because he sees this video of a guy entering a train in the subway. He the next stop, the next stop, he doesn't exit the train and nobody's actually on the train at all. Uh, so and there's nowhere in between that he could have gotten off and it's just really confusing. It's like he was never there to begin with. And Sherlock finds out that when he left, there was seven cars. And when they got to that next stop, there was six, which means this guy's train car was uh, was stopped in some some part in the... Uh, the middle, the middle of the, somewhere. Somewhere. They found out that there was a closed off, a cut off subway track um, that was never opened. I can't remember why, it just never was. And that's when, uh, probably around the time when John agrees to actually work with Sherlock this time. I totally missed one part where John was about to die. We'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of important actually. For the season-wide arc. Yes, it, that's true, but we, we don't know much about it, so we'll, we'll talk about that later. Uh, so they find the place where they're supposed to go to, they find the subway, and they find that it's completely hooked up to these explosives, and they can't expi uh, figure out why it's there precisely, this closed-off area. And then they find out that, yeah, that's right below Big Ben and the uh, Westminster Palace. <laughs> Westminster. What? Westminster. You know what I said? You said minister. Oh. Not British. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they find out that that's where the bomb is connected to, and it starts off ticking. It starts ticking, and, and Sherlock's like, I have no idea how to stop this thing. He gets Watson to uh, forgive him, and, and well... It turns out there was an on-off switch. <laughs> There's an on-off switch that he already long switched off. Yeah. Um, so he was playing a joke on Watson again. Like Watson predicted. Yep. This is a trick. He's like, no, no, I'm sorry. No, it was a trick. <laughs> um, but what's interesting to note about that is that you can say that Sherlock is as antisocial as anybody else, but you can tell that he uh, values his friendship with Watson. Uh -huh. um, be, because, yeah, a lot of people actually knew about the faking, faking of his death, but I think he, he needed Watson in order to sell the fact that he's dead. That's what I think. Of course, they didn't exactly say that in the episode, but I think that makes sense. Well, you know, the whole Molly... Uh, confirming him as dead thing. But it's Watson though. It's Sherlock and Watson. If Watson really believes he's he's dead and he goes off the deep end, then people are going to believe that Sherlock True. Holmes is dead. True. Um, so that's what I think on, on that end. But yeah, earlier on in the episode, there was an attack on Watson's life. This guy bumps into Watson and administers him a drug. Kind of like what I was uh, explaining, what I thought what happened in the uh, finale of the second season. 
almost exactly. The guy bumps into him, he gets drugged, mm -hmm. and I was like, hey, that's what I thought happened in the second season finale. I thought there was like a connection there, but now that, that can't be a connection at all. Um, it could be foreshadowing. They do like to do that. Yeah. Yeah, they do like to do that. I forgot. Last season was the whole uh, faking suicide uh, foreshadowing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it could be. I don't know. You never know. Uh, but he is taken under this like light uh, burning of uh it's, no it's representation of the um gunpowder plot with uh uh guy fox for the 5th of november oh yeah 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 i don't know too much about that uh holiday for the explosives was also uh, the 5th of november wasn't it wasn't it both so maybe well yeah the explosives were on the 5th of november which is supposed to re represent the gunpowder plot as well I think but the thing um, with the flames was the night before so that was probably just the eve of the fifth November. Yeah. I, I don't know exactly Watson is put under this a bunch of uh, wood and there's like a scarecrow on top and the, the he's under a pile of wood that they're going to burn and he's drugged so he can't exactly uh, call for help, and Sherlock is texted um, this riddle of how to find Watson. And I think it had something to do with James, uh, it said James, save John or James, something, I can't remember what the riddle was. The gunpowder plot was to blow up the House of Lords during the state opening of England's Parliament on the 5th of November, 1605. Which is kind of similar to what was going to happen here, because didn't they say there was some kind of gathering of, of Parliament or something? They kept talking about that in the background. I wasn't exactly sure what they were talking about, but it seems like, I'm guessing, the person that was blowing up that thing had perhaps something to do with that. Yeah. Gathering of Parliament. There was, there was something even similar in V. That's what it's based on. Yeah, the, I know. The Guy Fox. So I, I, I wish I knew more about the It's a actual... very comic book version of it, but it's yeah. based on that story, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so the riddle that Sherlock was given uh, had the names James and John on there. Save James or John. John, of, of course, is talking about Watson, but James could be anything. And But the last James that we've known, it said St. James. St. James is the church that it takes place outside of, but James is also the name, first name, of uh, Moriarty. I don't think that's... I'm not saying he's Moriarty. He kind of talks like Moriarty, like, that's a shame. The guy was a good guy. Like, he's kind of talking like him, but he could just be a follower of Moriarty. I don't and think, think that, that he's like a... That. He could see Moriarty as a saint, Saint Moriarty. And why didn't we see the guy's face at the end? We only saw his eyes. Maybe we've seen him before? We could have seen him before. But I don't think the show would work anyways without Moriarty. The whole the whole series so far has been... Uh, it's not Moriarty. Mm that, 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 those, that face was not Moriarty, I can tell. But I don't think the sh show works without Moriarty's... Uh, There's plenty of Sherlock Holmes that doesn't have Moriarty in it. The, this show, this show right here, has... Moriarty has played a part in every episode. Yes. That doesn't mean he has to. I'm not saying he, he's alive. I'm just saying that people could be following in his footsteps. Cat, uh, 
Yes, and they did, and that's why uh, Sherlock went and no, destroyed them No, that's his all. actual followers. I mean, that's his actual team. That's Moriarty's team who he was working with. I'm talking about uh, Copycat. Um, I don't want it to go, I don't, I want them to come up with something new. I'm hoping for something new. Anyways, at the end of the episode, we, we're, we're getting into the other, uh, explanation. This time it's by Sherlock Holmes to Anderson. And he's, uh, talking to Anderson like, there was 13 scenarios. Okay, this is what he was saying before. Okay, we're actually gonna get the actual explanation here. Uh, okay. It sounds very plausible. It's plausible, but it's just, it feels so, so much like a cop-out. Um, because what happens is, well, he explains it as, all right, uh, Moriarty's dead, and then he just jumps off the building, and then they have a Hollywood, b uh, balloon that he and, um... His, these are his people that work for him, the, the homeless people, and the, um, uh, the other crooks that he keeps in touch with. And Mycroft. Mycroft su supplied the, uh, the big Hollywood yeah. jumping balloon thing. Um, that he jumps onto immediately gets off. They rush that away. But it did make a good point that I didn't catch in the first, um, the first, the last two viewings of the Reichenbach Fall, is that where um, John was standing, there was a, a pretty significantly big building in I knew front that. of him. I knew that one. I knew there was a building there. I didn't. I knew see that's that. why he was standing there. He was blocking him. See, um, I didn't. I didn't see that at all. I thought it was he was blocking him from a, like seeing the side of the building that Sherlock was standing on or something. That's what I was thinking. And the explanation goes in to say that he rushes off, and while Watson is knocked to the ground, he's he's not hypnotized. He's not administered a drug. He's just he's just dizzy from the fall apparently, uh, which seems I don't know. I think it's more than that. Um, but he comes up to. Sherlock and it's actually Sherlock's body he's just he's got this thing where he's uh, stopped his heart rate for a few short minutes the bouncy uh, ball that he was handling in the Reichenbach fall earlier uh -huh. while he was hiding from the cops he was in uh, Molly's office I think right and he was hiding from the cops and he was uh, bouncing the ball on the wall and it turns out he says if you place something like that in your armpit I think it was yeah like at just the right spot you cut off blood flow to your I swear they talked about this before I don't know if it was in Sherlock I don't think it was in Sherlock I think they talked about it in house you cut off blood flow to your arm so there's no pulse in your arm even though it's still going to your heart there's no pulse in your arm itself you basically cut off blood flow to your arm and I know that you can like if you put your arm in the right spot for your your uh your armpit or whatever your your you will cut off blood flow to your arm so yeah that must be what what it was and then it then Sherlock didn't have a pulse so that made sense to me and it it, it, that, it doesn't that, matter if it makes sense it still feels like a cop out it feels like a Hollywood cop out it feels like there should be more to to Sherlock than that and that's what Anderson thought he's like no that's not right it, I feel I feel disappointed. I would have done it differently. I, it just doesn't sound like you. It just and then Sherlock walks away and he's like, "Wait, wait. You wouldn't have told me." And he, and he walks away and we're left with the yeah. idea that Anderson There's more to the story. Anderson says Sherlock wouldn't have told him if that was actually how he did it. Why would he tell Anderson? You know, why would he tell somebody like like Anderson who he doesn't care about instead of like Watson? Mm. Or, I don't know. But, anyways, by the end of the episode, uh, Watson asks if Sherlock's going to actually tell him how he did it, and then Sherlock just kind of 
brushes it. He says, you know it. my methods. Yeah, he kind of just brushes it, off, brushes it off, and then he puts on a Sherlock hat and leaves the house. For the, for the, the uh, press. Pop, for the press. So um, he's formally announcing that he's back from the dead. Right. Uh, and then uh, we go on to see that there is somebody behind this whole uh, Watson uh, assassination plot, and to find out who uh, that Sherlock really is alive and well, and and he has this video playing, and all we really see is this these eyes with the glasses, and uh, we saw glasses. Yeah. Well, I didn't know yeah, there was glasses. Um, and then the episode ends, and I'm like, I'm just left shaking my head, no. Nope. I, okay, do you want to hear my really stupid theory? <laughs> Let's hear your really stupid theory. The old guy in the in the room that you see at the end is Sherlock's dad. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it's stupid. <laughs> that is a stupid theory. Just because he's the only old guy we saw in the, in the Oh show. my gosh! Pretty much. Pretty much the reason. And because he's related to Sherlock. No, he already knew, though. He was one of the people that already knew that Sherlock was alive the whole time. Right. Um, so this guy at the end didn't know. Right, Yeah, right. He, he did seem to be surprised when he saw Sherlock. Right, so right, right. Like I said, I'm, I'm almost certainly wrong. Okay, so my theory, on my, my next evolved theory on uh, uh, Sherlock's death, or not death, uh, when he was jumping off the building, you can briefly see a truck full of bags. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Drive off as Watson comes around the corner. It's it's there uh, when he's looking down. See, I said I said that was part of my theory, too. I said I thought he jumped... Jumps in. into a garbage bag or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Uh, those things are really small, though, you, you, when you think about it. But the truck, it was a big truck. So it was like there's a bunch of bags, blue-white bags or something like that, and he could have jumped and... Uh, yeah. And then landed in that, and it could just drove away, and then because we know for sure, we definitely see Sherlock jump off. Yeah, jump. and there's no bungee cord or anything like that. No, there was no bungee cord, so that that was definitely a big clue right there. I'm like, uh, bungee cord? <laughs> What's that crap? <laughs> He's like, that's how it had to happen. <laughs> but you know, Anderson didn't see the jump, so he right, he didn't see the jump. That, but um, no, I said we definitely see Sherlock jump off. It's not necessarily the same body that that John sees on the ground, but we did see Sherlock jump. Right. Like, the bags could have uh, even had, like, a dead body in there as well. Like, they could have removed it as he was jumping, and he jumps in there. And uh, Molly, Molly's definitely a part of it. Uh, Remember, he, when he was telling Anderson his theory, um, he said, you know, like... He kind of expanded on what we were talking about with um, the kid that screamed when Sherlock yes, came in. Yes, he talked about I thought, that. I thought that was because maybe Moriarty was, was wearing a Sherlock a, a mask. mask. Which would explain the mask in the first theory. Right. But he said that this uh, there was, was probably a, some guy that looked that like looked, Sherlock. Looked a lot like me and... Moriarty would have killed him. Moriarty, Moriarty would have killed him and then that means that there would be a body and Molly found the body and then... She put it on the ground. So that's also very plausible. It seems very... Likely. I don't like it. I don't like the theory. I don't like it at all. It seems too much like a cop-out. It does not seem like a Sherlock planned it thing. It seemed like... I have... It, seems... it seemed like after two years of them of trying to figure out how to explain it, like they didn't figure it out before, 
that they came up with something at, uh, at the last moment because they really needed a third season. And that just didn't seem right. Like they have, they actually have a really, really smart explanation. And if if no, the audience if the audience can come come up with really cool, awesome explanations that also make sense that are better than that, <laughs> then you know that there's a problem. Now I think there there is a, a real explanation that we're gonna get probably on the finale. Yeah, it's probably going to be in the finale. They're probably going to hint some more. Usually the, the first episode links with the third episode. Yeah, not, they... Not uh, the second. The second they is might, kind of in, in between fillers. They might sometimes. hint at it on the second episode, but it's going to be like more... You know, uh, Thankfully, it. the second episode comes on Sunday instead of having to wait another full week, which yeah. is nice. Yeah, um, that's true. And then the next one after that is what? Another Sunday? Another Sunday after yeah. that, yeah. We've got some left unanswered questions in this episode. First of all, we still don't know how Sherlock did it, and I'm kind of disappointed after two years that they, uh, <laughs> that they did not explain it. They just teased it for an hour and a half. <laughs> First of all, I'm disappointed, so they still have that to explain, which will keep an audience tuned in just for that fact. Um... And then we have probably the seasoned baddie, whoever that is. We're going to call him St. James for now, who tried to kill Watson, and we don't know why they he picked out Watson instead of Sherlock. It couldn't have been to lure out Sherlock, right? It had to be, though. But he seemed surprised when he saw Sherlock in the footage. Maybe he was just making sure. That I, think it had to was... do with, I think it had to do with Watson's girlfriend. I don't know about Watson's girlfriend. I he think... was texting Watson's girlfriend. Yeah, but the remember we, we when there we... was there was rumors that Sherlock was alive, but he didn't officially make it known yet. So he was he was uh, bringing out to see if he was alive or not. I don't think so. Um, I think there has I think there's more to Watson's girlfriend than than we know, um, especially since when we first saw her, the way she was acting like. You know, spit it out, spit it out. Tell me your question. Like the way she was acting, and then the way she she acts like Sherlock. The way she interacted with Sherlock, it seemed like she has a little bit of Sherlock in her, and maybe that's why Watson picked her because, because he reminded her. Of, yeah. He, wait. She reminded. She reminded, <laughs> she reminded him of Sherlock. of Sherlock. Right. But uh, you know how the age-old um, TV trope, yeah, or movie trope even, the good guys girlfriend or boyfriend has to be evil exactly yeah almost and definitely if it's the uh sidekick's girlfriend or boyfriend happened all the time in smallville psych and psych it happens all the time it's a tv trope so there's a good possibility that she's evil i don't know much about her she okay yeah the uh the girl who plays mary is actually martin freeman's girlfriend partner girl <laughs> it doesn't say it doesn't say uh they're married, so they're yeah, just, they're they're yeah, just dating. They're not, they're not married, but yeah. Longtime partner of British actor Martin Freeman. They they've been dating since two thousand. Dang. Huh. Um. Yeah, I read that earlier. They have two kids. Okay. One's probably named Sherlock. The other's probably named Watson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> so we don't know much about her story or what to come of that, but I'm interested in seeing the season so far. Uh, they got 
they got a seasonal art going. I do want to see something. This I want to see this guy is somehow connected with Moriarty, I swear. No, I don't want that. I do. The show is incomplete without Moriarty. There needs to be a final, like, Moriarty's death is Moriarty's death. Yes, it should have been the last episode ever, though. No. Um, Robert Downey Jr.'s Sherlock Holmes, Moriarty's dead. And his movies are done, too. I thought they were going to make another one. I don't think so. I don't remember seeing anything about that. That's The last movie was done a few years ago, too. Yeah, but I thought, you know, eventually when Robert Downey Jr. got enough time, they were going to make a third one. <laughs> like, he's got time. He's doing Avengers 2 and 3, and <laughs> those are That's huge it. projects. Yeah, it's going to range over the next... Those two movies... At least, like, six years. No, those two movies do not continue filming the entire friggin' time. He's got plenty of time in between. But he's got plenty of money not to even care. No, he's doing a lot. But I don't think he's doing any Sherlock. I don't think there's any plans for Sherlock 3. Yeah, uh, Avengers 2 is the the last thing on his IMDb. In 2011, they announced that the first draft for the Sherlock Holmes 3 was being written. But that was in 2011, and I guess there hasn't been any news since. I'm getting a little off topic. Not really. We're still on Sherlock, Sherlock but... Sherlock Holmes. Well, we'll come back with podcasts with the Sherlock the Movie 1, Sherlock the Movie 2 with Robert Downey. And... It's not Sherlock the Movie. Sherlock Holmes by Robert Downey. Whatever. Completely different. You can't say Sherlock. When you say just <laughs> Sherlock, it means... It's my shortened version of the... Mark it's, it's, it's the shortened version of... The freaking whole name, which is Sherlock Holmes. It's not. You he, he, what's his name? It was his whole name in the show. Sherlock Holmes. There you go. Yes, but for the title, when you're talking about a title of a work of art, the, the word Sherlock refers only to this show. You cannot use it when we're talking about other things like, like Robert Downey Jr.'s movies or Elementary or something like that. Yeah, well, anyway, anyways. Um... So. Don't watch elementary. <laughs> <laughs> Don't watch elementary. Yeah, that's a uh, it's a good plan. Good plan. It's uh, a it's a total ripoff, by the way. If you if you don't know the history of elementary, CBS went to oh, BB, yeah. BBC they a want, few yeah. a few years ago asking to remake Ma Sherlock for American. They wanted it to make an official Americanized version of Sherlock. Yep, and uh, they. I believe BBC turned them down, or there were things that BBC didn't like about their deal or something. But anyway, the deal did not go through. A couple years later, suddenly Elementary comes out, and it's an Americanized version mm -hmm. of Sherlock. It's pretty much, yep. And it's a very poorly done American. It's a rip-off. Was there the writing in it compared to this? It's it's crap. The writing is crap. It's just basically like a CSI thing, isn't it? it? Yeah, like people who've never seen Sherlock might think it's smart writing. Yeah. But if they've seen Sherlock, they'll see that there's a reason why these episodes are an hour and a half. Yeah, exactly. They're movies. They, Sherlock Holmes has to be a movie. There has to be enough, um, you know, enough build up and enough payoff. Mm -hmm. And you can't have that in a 45 minute show. But yeah, I uh, eh. House was more of a tribute to Sherlock Holmes. It wasn't. And it was a really, really good one at that. The characters were, like, spot on. But they didn't have the same complex mysteries. They had mysteries, but they weren't the same kind of It's not the same kind of mysteries, but when you look at um, comparing House to Sherlock in, in Sherlock and Wilson to Watson in Sherlock, 
Very similar. The characters are insanely identical. And, um, and House lives at 221B, yeah, Drake es- Baker Street. Yeah, yeah, especially for uh, Martin Freeman and uh, yeah. whoever the guy is that plays Wilson. They're, like, identical same in their thing. acting style. Same thing with Sherlock, though, too. It, it, Sherlock's very similar. I wouldn't say he's, they're, they're identical, but they do the same exact things. Yeah. And they have the same attitude. They, they're both um, addicts. They're both... Um, Rude their partners. It's just that I think that uh, Benedict's uh, acting style is just a just a tad different. I think yeah. I think Martin Freeman's acting style is just like Wilson's though. Yeah, just yeah. like it. Yeah, I'd say so. The second episode is um, the sign of three, which sounds a lot like the power of three with Doctor Who. I know that's what I was about to and, say. And <laughs> uh, and the last one is called his last vow. But who's his? Could it be Watson because the vow is like a wedding vow, or is his like? Sherlock before he dies again, or is it like this? An, we know there's like at least one or two more is it seasons. His this, yeah. we do know that. Uh, yeah, I think um, both Martin Freeman and Benedict Cumberbatch said that there would be a season four and five before BBC oh. said it would be okay. I didn't know. Basically, what it sounds like is they said it out publicly, and BBC had not approved. <laughs> those seasons yet, but now I think they have. They have because they said it. Yeah. Um. Okay. So wow. So okay. basically, they created those seasons. I'm guessing that his last vow is probably not his last vow. Then, whoever his is, well, unless it's Moriarty, it's, he's back. Or uh, or this this final this uh this weird mysterious villain that we don't know much about. Maybe it's his last vow. Maybe it's all their last vows put together. Maybe it's uh Lestrade. Maybe it's <laughs> I don't know. It could be anybody. Maybe it's house. Oh. See how what what they did? They make it mysterious by not just putting they like should, they Sherlock's have, last vow. They should, or have wa- Hugh, they should have Hugh Laurie show. They up. should have Hugh Laurie show up. You know what's funny for Doctor Who, which is a uh, completely going off topic, is since they have a new Doctor that's older, they could have totally had Hugh Laurie. Yeah, they should have. Cause he's older, and he would have been perfect in the role. Yeah, he would. Next time. <laughs> he would have fit the same kind of character, I think, that yeah. Peter Capaldi's going to do. Yeah, uh, at least from what we can see. Uh, from what we've seen of Peter Capaldi, House could have done it. Yeah. House- yeah. But the thing is, Hugh Laurie is British, so he he could show up in uh, one of these he shows. Just, yeah, he could, sh- he could show up in House. Or not House. Why am I saying House? He could show up in <laughs> Sherlock or, or, or Doctor, Doctor Who. Who yeah. Or both. Or like, uh, uh, you know, one of those mashup episodes. <laughs> right, right. You know, Hulak. Exactly. Oh. Did we even talk about Hulak? Yeah, we did. We did? Yeah, I think so. I think we wanted to, but we didn't. <laughs> if we didn't talk about it, Hulak, look on YouTube. It's a fan-made thing. It's, it's, a, it's cool. a fan-made and very well-done fan-made thing. So, uh, what? since our title is Smaller on the Outside and we are a Sherlock's podcast, mm-hmm. exactly what does Smaller on the Outside refer to in, it, it in refer- Sherlock? It refers to... Uh, Every, uh, it refers to Sherlock's mind because it's smaller on the outside. You don't know what's actually going on inside. How about that? His mind palace. It, when you go inside his ma- mind palace, it's bigger on the inside. How about that? Sure, that, that, that sounds good. That sounds good. It sounds like I'm grasping at straws, but I'm going to keep it. <laughs> uh, all right, we're running pretty late now. All right, we're running pretty late. Pretty late. All right. <laughs> Uh, we'll catch you on Monday uh, with the Sign of Three podcast. Uh, 
I am Dave, the detective. I am Andy, the Watson. <laughs> and Tim's dead. Um, <laughs> Happy New he Year. He fell off a building and did not fake <laughs> That's it. That's right. He didn't fake it. He tried to, but we made sure that... Um, we double tapped. <laughs> we double tapped. We double tapped, made sure he would not be making it back. He won't be in Russia or anything like that. And if he did make it to Russia, we made sure that the Russians killed him off. It. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he's dead. And Happy New Year's and peace out. Peace out.